This is the Outgen Podcast. I'm your host, Oliver Cornley, and today we have Ria Punivala, who is currently on a placement here at Caterpillar Inc. How are you doing, Ria? I'm good, thank you, Oliver. Thank you for having me today. <laughs> so, right. So, yeah, so uh, Ria, amazing news. You recently secured your placement here at uh, Caterpillar. You're starting this year. You've already started, right? Yes, I'm now two weeks in as we're speaking on this podcast today. <laughs> amazing. So, yes, yeah, so we'll, we'll get back to that later on. Uh, towards the end. So yeah, so today Ria and I, uh, we're going to be talking about her experiences applying for Caterpillar. Also what it's like to apply as an IT role because Ria's uh, placement year is uh, an IT position. So yeah, so firstly, just introduce yourself to our audience, Ria. So once again, Oliver, thank you so much for having me. I'm Ria Panavala. I'm a third year student at the University of Manchester and I'm studying information technology management for business. And this year I'll be doing my placement at Caterpillar as an IT placement student, specifically focusing as a business analyst. Oh, amazing. And like, what got you into that, like into the IT and what made you apply for University of Manchester to do an ITMB? So um, in regards to your first question in what made me love IT, I've always had a passion since middle school. I took ICT at I, uh, IGCSE and I really loved the subject. And so I followed through with it in my higher level in IB in my final school years. And um, through both of this, they were by far my favorite subject. So I knew this is what I wanted to pursue and I always had a curiosity about it. So I was looking up courses and I also had quite a passion for business. And I found the ITMB course at the University of Manchester, which um, is a great balance between my two passions. So I applied for it and that's what made me want to pursue it at the University of Manchester. Yeah, it sounds like a good match. Um, so so, yeah, so uh, Ria, she's really kindly uh, put all of the uh, details of the application process from Caterpillar on the website, ourgen.co.uk. It's completely free. She's detailed every little bit to make sure that you can uh, apply successfully for Caterpillar. But the one thing that sort of stood out for me, Ria, when I read through what you wrote was the telephone interview, because I feel that this is really, really important in the whole process. And I was just wondering how that made you feel and how did Caterpillar sort of like set it up as the environment of that call? So the telephone interview is actually more of an informal environment. It's not as much as an interview. It's more like a call. So you'll be contacted by one of the recruitment managers who will provide you an arrangement for a phone call. And here they just discuss the placement scheme you have applied for and your application. And it's more of a conversation for you to ask any questions. So during this process, I felt very supported with this interview, and I feel like it's quite unique um, in my speaking from experience while supplying to other companies as well. No, that sounds great. I mean, that's something which is, I think is very rare, especially in the IT industry, where they, they're very welcoming and, and they must get a lot of applicants as well, Caterpillar. So this kind of section, I think, is, is, is quite comfortable to, to hear that they actually support you like this. Was there any questions in particular that you asked uh, the, the manager? Uh, there were no specific questions. I asked more about the company in general, the placement scheme, a few, a few questions I had on 
the placement itself and the roles I will be undertaking and the responsibilities. Uh, so you use that opportunity, like gather information so that maybe in later interviews or assessment centers, you could use this uh, or how did you use it? Was there, was there another use for this or was it more just gathering information? It was mostly just to gather information from my behalf and also understand what it's like to work at Caterpillar from a person who actually works there because as they contact you, it's more like a conversation. So it's a lot more insightful than reading it um, up on yeah. websites. It's more personal. And this is why we're doing the podcast today, guys, because then you'll be able to get to, to hear what it's like to work at Caterpillar and other companies like this. So, yeah, so moving on into sort of more, more yourself, Ria. You, you, let's say last year, you're applying for internships and placement roles, and I'm, I'm sure you applied for lots of different companies or had interest in them. There was Caterpillar that you were successful in, which is amazing. What do you think attributed to your success in the application for Caterpillar? So like many jobs, when they're advertising for placements, they have an area about specific skills that they look for and attributes that they look for in candidates. And when I was reading the one for Caterpillar, as it was a specific IT placement for a business analyst, I felt that the skills they were looking for and the attributes that they were looking for, I, I had many of them. And my experiences during university um, I had been able to develop quite a few of them. So I thought that I would be a good fit for Caterpillar. An example of this would be that in our second year um, during my course, we had the opportunity to work with Ford Motor Companies as business analysts. So through that, I developed many skills that would be very relevant for this job. And I could also use that experience in my application process to demonstrate that I have actual experience in the job they are looking for in the specific role. So I felt that through this, I was a good fit for Caterpillar. No, it sounds like university was quite a pivotal part to your success. And I think that a lot of students take for granted that although university is very, very theory-based and you know, you're not learning directly industry sort of knowledge terms or anything, but with those group projects and those, was it Ford Motor Company you did the project for? Yes. At uni? Yeah, so like that there is something which you took advantage of, which is amazing. And I feel that listeners now, maybe applying for internships next year, really take use of uh, those first and second year projects. I think that's really important. So yeah, so Ria, I mean, moving on towards, specifically more towards Caterpillar, when you, before you applied, was there anything that made you feel like, yeah, Caterpillar is the one? Or was it still like, oh, we'll give it a shot and see see what works? To be honest, it was more like, um, let's give it a shot and see what works. Yeah. Because at the start, when you're applying to many, many different companies, it could be quite um, overwhelming. So you don't really have time to think about um, each company individually in depth. So um, for me, it was more like, let's give Caterpillar a shot and see how it works. No, that's good. I think that's the attitude that a lot of students should take is, you know, you're not always going to, it may be that the one that you thought would be the best match probably isn't in reality. And obviously you've ended up at Caterpillar and I know from speaking to you before that you're enjoying it there. Right. The one thing that I'm always interested in in the IT space is the fact that it can be quite a dominating industry. It can be quite overwhelming when entering it, especially in the professional world. And I'm just curious to, to think from yourself, because it's an IT role, what how important is like hard skill, like coding skills 
like how important is it to have that is it like you know, it's nothing you don't need it or is it quite a necessity I feel like it's quite specific to the role that you are applying for but for the roles that I have applied for like business analyst or data analyst there are a few hard skills that are important but I don't think that it is a necessity they'd more look like in general about whether your values align with theirs and the other soft skills that you have I feel like they go a longer way than the hard skills and of course experience is also very important and I feel like it looks very good when you're speaking about previous experience you have but um, I don't think hard skills is a necessity it's more the passion you have and uh, your potential I feel that they look for your potential a lot whether you can thrive whilst you are at that placement year no that's that's quite comforting to hear because I know that um, I mean I myself I'm sort of in the tech space and it's quite overwhelming when you you see that people around you they they know like python off by heart and things like this and they can code for days but you're the one stood there like with no coding experience but i think that that's quite good to hear and i know that um iona who's your course mate we did a podcast with for microsoft she said a very similar thing there as well and the the soft skills like was there anything in particular that helped you with caterpillar like from what you learned at university or any other experiences I don't think I can pinpoint something in particular or specific, but I do think that university experiences really shapes you because it encourages you to work with people you've never met before in teamwork. So that increases your collaboration and communicational skills. And um, because there's many different tasks and deadlines, then your time management skills increase as well. And these are skills that people overlook when they apply to companies, but companies really do look for in an individual you're starting now you said you started two weeks ago right yes yeah so I mean first impressions how's it been so far first impressions uh, have been really good so far Um, already in two weeks I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of new people and team members and just by meeting and speaking to new people you already learn a lot and it's quite amazing and regarding my work you already get trusted already with the work and um, directly dive into the industry it's very interesting and new and whilst it can be quite challenging um, it's been really enjoyable so far that's good to hear I mean it's always a 50 50 I think with placement years but it's good that you're enjoying it so what you said that there's a couple of challenges is there anything in particular that you felt Uh, It was quite challenging and you just need to work on a bit more. I think it's adapting to a new company's culture. So um, and not specifically culture, but just the way they do things as well. And I think that comes with time as well. So it's like, for example, Caterpillar have a lot of acronyms. So when you're getting presented with work, you may feel overwhelmed that I don't understand this or I don't understand that. But if you just take the time to learn the acronyms or ask people, um, those challenges seem to just be, become solved very easily. So it's more understanding and getting adapted to the difference in the work culture and the way they work at the company. That's good. And, and what's the most enjoyable part of the job? I mean, I know it's only two weeks in, but there must be something that you enjoy or you like doing, or it could be the project that you're working on. 
Uh, so far, the most enjoyable part has just been interacting with the various people at different business levels and different departments. Because I feel like just through that, you learn a lot and you see how people think in different ways and it's very insightful and eye-opening. So that has definitely been the most enjoyable part so far. Moving into sort of the future, let's say you're six months into the internship. Is there anything that you have in mind sort of planned? Okay, you've you've worked for an amazing company. You've got, a, a, you know, something to put on your CV there as well. Are you continuing to study after? Yes, I'm continuing yeah. um, for my final year after Caterpillar. And then you finish your final year. Is there anything that um, you're sort of planning for graduation? Um, if so, like what kind of things is that? And if not, like what would you say to people who are looking for internships and sort of trying to find their way through things? Because I think a lot of students don't have direction where it sounds like you do. Um, I feel like you should just follow your... Um, I'm personally also not completely sure. I hope to, after the fourth year, probably look for a graduate scheme or maybe pursue a master's program. Okay. But if I was to give advice for any students like looking for an internship, particularly next year during their placement, I would say that... Um, you tend to apply to a lot of companies and of course there are a few that you're definitely more passionate about and want to go to. Um, and I'd say that those should be the companies that you apply to last. And whilst the minute applications open, people feel the rush to go and apply, which is understandable. If you apply to the ones where you're maybe not as keen to go on, you can understand the whole recruitment process and learn from mm. your mistakes to give the best application to the company that you're very passionate about. No, I think that's really good advice. And it, it's almost like testing the water out. You're obviously new to the to the process if you're a first-year student get, trying to get an internship and sort of moving into this professional environment. It can be quite overwhelming. So, yeah, amazing advice there, Ria. Is there anything that you would do differently? So I know you applied for internship and it's amazing news you got it. Is there anything that you would do slightly differently in the process? I know many people don't, but personally, I applied very late for placement. So I only decided um, in December or November that I wanted to do a placement. And even when I started applying, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do a placement. My dad just suggested to me to apply just to understand the application process in the UK, because I'm originally uh, live in Thailand. And the application process here to apply for an internship is very, very different to the UK. So it was just over dinner when my dad was like, I think you should just apply to understand the application process, even if you don't want to do a placement. So it was a very last minute decision and with the intention of just understanding the application process in the UK. So I only started applying in towards the end of November, maybe December. And of course, by then, um, a lot of placements had closed. And another thing to note is a lot of them are on rolling deadlines as well. Yeah. So it's as the roles fill up, they close. So if I was to do it again, I would probably start a little bit earlier and plan a little bit more in advance. But I'm very lucky to say that it did work out for me and I am very, very happy at Caterpillar. So at the same time, <laughs> I have no regrets, but 
for someone who definitely knows that they want to do a placement, I would say starting early would be quite beneficial. No, really, really wise words there. And, and thank you, Ria. Um, but yeah, I think overall, just really interesting to learn that because it's an anti-internship position, you don't have to be extremely technical or, you know, know all the code in the world to to get a job. And, and also applying uh, earlier can have its benefits as well. So that's been really helpful. Uh, but yeah, guys, if, if you want to check out Ria's application process in more detail, we have all the details on the ourgen.co.uk website. If you just go onto Our Insights, click onto Caterpillar, and you'll see a drop-down menus with each process stage and all the details there and what Ria would recommend. So uh, thank you very much, Ria, for, for coming on to the Our Gen podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And I'd just like to say I'm more than happy to answer or help in any way possible if anyone needs any help. Amazing. Yes, you can, you can message uh, Ria directly on the platform. And uh, no, thank you, Ria.